This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Keep Canada Weird Remembers, a series that revisits strange times in Canada's strange past. Jordan, where are we going today? Well, we don't have to go far. Oh, good, because I'm lazy. We actually do, because this is going to be some oh. time travel. We're heading <laughs> to the wonderful province of Quebec and to the amazing time that was the 1980s. I was born in 81, so the 80s I see as, in a big way, as my era. Are you connected to the 80s? Well, I was born one year before you. Okay, so you're an 80s child. I'm an 80s child of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm also a 90s child. It's hard to say what era I am. Yeah, that's the thing is, is uh, like some, I've looked at some different like graphs on the internet of if I'm a, I'm, a, I'm Gen X or am I a millennial. Mm -hmm. And some charts put me as a Gen X, like a late Gen X, and some put me as an early, early millennial. Okay. So you're and be in the same boat, only being one yeah, year apart. It's, it's so complicated to not really know who you are. But yeah, yeah what I do, lost. but what I do know is that I don't really have any strong connection to barber shops or hair care. I would go get my hair cut, you know, once every couple months as a kid. Once I got older, I realized I could save a fortune by buying my own pair of buzzers, and I've been sh like shaving my head or giving myself like that military crew cut. Um, mm -hmm. once a month since probably 2010. Do you have any connection towards barbershops? Did you ever consider a career in hair care? I never considered a career. I used to go to like a, like not a barber shop, but a hairstylist when I was young. A salon. A, a salon, yeah. yeah. And I used to really like to get elaborate haircuts when I was a kid. Oh. Yeah, like, well... I I always, especially in the early '90s, when Vanilla Ice was at his peak okay. in his career, I used to go in and ask for my haircut, just like Vanilla Ice's was. Okay. So I would be like, kind of very. It's hard. This is a podcast, so it's hard to get the visual across. But stand straight up on the on top, straight but up, higher in the front. along the sides. Yeah, yeah. higher in the front coming kind of designed through the back but also on the sides it would be buzzed but there'd be a design like a mm. like a zed or something going lightning through. bolts or something cool yeah yeah something like that and so i used to always try to get something like that um when i was young and i and i i saw one picture a couple of years ago what my sister still had 
And my God, it looked, nobody stopped me and said, you look like a complete idiot. (laughs) And how dare this hairdresser? Like she just Mm. did it for me knowing how stupid I looked. Well, this makes a lot of sense because the story we're talking about that we're, we're traveling back in time to hear about is how in the 1980s in Quebec specifically, unlike any other province in Canada, Quebec regulated hair care and regulated to a to a pretty extreme extent. If you touched hair for money in any capacity, you needed government approval, you needed a license, and there were strict rules about whose hair you could treat, what you could do, how much you could be paid. But in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, it looked like the government was going to deregulate hair care in Quebec. And People were kind of on both sides of the issue. Some people thought it was going to destroy the hair care industry. Some people thought it was going to save it. So let's jump in the time, the Keep Canada Weird time machine and hear some of the debate that surrounded deregulating hair care in Quebec in the 80s. Sitting atop most everyone's head is the basis of a big industry. And in Quebec, that industry is unlike anywhere else in Canada. Here, those who curl, cut, color, shave, shampoo, everyone who touches hair for money is regulated by government. Their qualifications, their pay, their actual job, it's all controlled. Even sex. Women's hairdressers are not allowed to do men's hair and barbers cannot do women's. But the industry is changing. It's not like it used to be. Alex Imbriglio has been a barber for 28 years. So you take a new barber, young barber, want to tape your hair nice, you know, like... Uh, uh, 20 years ago, it was called pericomo cut. No way they can do it. And now more changes. The government wants to abolish many of its regulations. Men will be allowed to go to hairdressers, women to barbers, if it's their wish. There'll be fewer controls on job definitions, things like who can give shaves and who can't. But government will continue to regulate salaries, which many in the industry do not want. Somebody must have been uh, on a high trip or something when they decided this, because it makes no sense whatsoever. Many others just don't like being regulated by outsiders. What we're scared of is some of the, uh, the people who direct that. They're not hairdressers. And that's one of the things we don't want to be directed by people who don't know what is the trade. There's no consensus in the industry about how far the government should go. But generally, it's felt deregulation is an idea whose time has come. For consumers, not that much will change. They'll still get the style they want, be it the traditional bit off the sides and the back, or whatever. But the business, it will change. And the men's barbers are afraid that they'll be the first victims of the unisex salon. The the good barber is going to retire. Tom Kennedy, CBC News, Montreal. Yeah, that, that blows my mind. Like the eight, mid to late 80s wasn't that long ago, but it sounds like they're describing another world, like regulating of all things hair care. And, and to the extent where it's like men can't cut women's hair, it sounds like you're, they're talking about the 20s or something. I know. That part really surprised me that in the 80s, like men, well, in Quebec, men were not allowed to cut women's hair and women were not allowed to cut men's hair. Like, that is shocking. Like, yeah. why? Yeah, what, like, what went wrong that they needed this regulation? Because it's, it's not easy to get, like, a bill or, like, something put on the books and to have regulation come in. It's expensive. Generally, 
uh, there's like research that needs to be done. You need to justify it and they argue, you know, the opposition is against it and all that political stuff needs to happen before the regulation actually passes. So what the hell happened in Quebec mm. where they're like, we can't have men cutting women's hair and we can't have barbers making too much money. We need to control this. Oh, they're afraid of a mutiny that the, the barbers would organize and take over the government, I guess. And this Maybe was their only way to control them. But you said at the beginning of this episode that you used to get weird stuff carved in your hair. You had this awful haircut. That was at the time when Quebec was regulating it. I think the haircuts you were getting in Nova Scotia, I wonder if you would have been able to get those in Quebec. And perhaps the regulation saved little Aaron uh, Pierre in mm, Quebec yeah, from yeah. having that awful haircut. So maybe uh, there could have been a plus side side to it. But I just want to say you had an awful haircut. So did I. And mine mm. had this unfortunate coincidence. When I was a kid, I had a rat tail. You know oh, the rat tails. Oh, I remember them very clear as day. I was known for years as like the guy with the rat tail because I always had one. If for people, younger people who are listening, a, a rat tail is you would just have like I don't know, a half a centimeter of hair growing from the middle in the the bottom middle of your hairline on the back, and it would just hang down like a rat's yeah, tail. Like the rest of your hair was short. And then you had but one. then you had this long, tiny tail coming out the back that would grow mm. as long as you wanted it. I saw a guy, I used to play floor hockey when I was a kid. Like it was an organized floor hockey organization. And I remember I got distracted in the middle of a game one time because one of the players on the other team uh, in this other town that we were playing, he had a rat tail that went down past his ass. Oh, wow. Uh, so his 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 entire head was like buzzed short, and then he had this massive massive rat tail. Mm, wow, he must have been coolish at a time in some crowds because people listening who are unfamiliar with rat tails probably think like that's so awful. Like, how would anyone do that? Uh, the reason I got rid of my rat tail is because the new kids on the block when they became very popular. They were the biggest, basically like four Justin Bieber's in a boy band together when we were kids. Uh, one of the character, one of the people in the New Kids, also named Jordan, had a rat tail. <laughs> so when when Jordan Knight and the New Kids had a rat tail, I had to cut mine off. So I no that, because you were anti New Kids on the Block, were you? Well, I just didn't want to also be named Jordan and have the same unique hairstyle as the guy in the New Kids. So right right yeah. um i guess people around me were probably kind enough to tell me like you should cut that whereas people around you were like aaron the vanilla the vanilla ice haircut looks great yeah you look so cool like dance for us aaron dance <laughs> uh as far as the story with the deregulation of hair care in quebec i dug heard i could not find any updates on this story i can only assume that not long after the story hair care was deregulated in quebec because as far as i know now you can get your hair cut from just about anyone yeah, that you want. yeah i had a female uh barber for a while she you know went to barber school and and i would go to her she, her shop is up by you know for people who live in cape breton it's up by the mayflower mall mm. and uh, she did hot shaves. So I started going there to get, a, you know, before I had kept a beard all the time. I would go there for a hot shave. Ooh, hot and, shave uh, as they heat up like the foam and they put it on your face and heat up the razor as they shave you? Uh, I don't think they heat up the razor, but it's like 
it's a bit of a process where like there's some lotions involved. You get a hot towel mm. on your face. So you hold mm. it there. Like it gets wrapped around your face for quite a while. And then you take that off and then there's some lotions and then you get a cold towel put on your face. I think that's the order of it. I think the cold towel is last. Um, yeah. And it's all about, it, it's all about skin care, really. Mm. Uh, it's a way to kind of exfoliate your skin maybe i don't know the science of it well, it all somebody ask but it all sounds fantastic i'm it's glad it's insanely you... relaxing it's oh. like one of the best things and and the the shaving cream that she would use was hot as well mm. so it came out of a dispenser that kept it warm and she put it all over your face and oh my god i'd drift into heaven <laughs> shave me shave me well that sounds wonderful for people in quebec uh listening if you know anything about the deregulation of hair care, we'd love to hear from you, especially if any, you know, they call it zombie laws, which are just these out of date laws and regulations that just remain on the books. Um, I wonder if there's any remnants of this regulation still on the books. It'd be mm -hmm. interesting to hear from someone if they know anything about it. And if anyone listening works in the hair care industry, I'd love to hear your thoughts on 1980s Quebec regulating hair care. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. They were trying to stop the bangs. The bangs were getting too big on people's heads. We must regulate hair care in this province. I'm wondering if Quebec was the only, like, do other places in the world, did they do this at the time? Like, was this a a traditional thing, maybe in, in some places? Well, I'm sure in parts of the, there's some parts of the world now where a man can't get a woman, woman can't a woman can't cut a men's hair and all that stuff there's mm -hmm, maybe this a world's a big place full of differing views on gender and everything else mm -hmm. yeah i just say whoever's the best cutter should be the cutty well said aaron but let's wrap this up aaron until next time jordan until next time um keep pampering yourself with those hot shaves and i'm gonna try one uh, I would be willing to let you shave me. Keep Canada Weird is written, hosted, and produced by the Nighttime Podcast. Welcome to Keep Canada Weird. Oh, sorry. Okay, ready? Welcome to Keep Canada... Okay. <laughs> Keep Canada Weird remembers. Okay. Welcome to Keep Canada Weird Remembers, a series that revisits strange times in Canada's strange past. <laughs>